0: Just the two of us. We can make it if we try.
1: Just the two of us.
2: Just the two of us. Just the two of us. It's 11:59 at Radio Free America. And this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn.
3: Right now, I got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. 12 o'clock, Americans, another day
2: closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Hey, welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for an hour. This is episode 741, so we've been on the show for a little while. Uh, we do themes on the different days. Mondays, we talk about uh, behind the scenes, uh, nuts and bolts. How to create content, uh, gun-related content on the internet and offline. We talk about anything that might be interesting or useful for people to be part of this whole thing. On Tuesdays, we talk about the Second Amendment. Second day of the week, Second Amendment uh, issues. There on Wednesdays, we lighten it up and talk about entertainment. On Thursdays, we sometimes do training or uh, CCW topics, and then on Fridays, it's the industry or tech. So uh, today's Monday, we'll talk about Knights and Bolts. Uh, not very many people around today, so it looks like Ghost is over there and Shadow on the YouTube side. We simulcast the show over on GunChannels.com. GunChannels.com is a community that was built five years ago, six years, going on six years now. A bunch of people got frustrated with the um, lack of community or the lack of uh, tools, to create community on the existing platform. So a couple of us being tech savvy, put our heads together, created some uh, code, threw it on the internet. And since then, lots of people have been using gun channels as a place uh, to uh, gather and chat about guns in all different ways. So we broadcast our show over there, or simulcast our show over there. There's a chat room there, and you can, you can uh, join us and be part of the conversation. That's what my efforts online are all about. Uh, encouraging people, empowering people to use the phones that are in your pockets most of the time uh, that are awesome tools. Ben Franklin, the guy who was a big advocate of that First Amendment, would have probably flipped his lid, right, with a phone. And uh, we have the uh, freedom to use the phone and talk about what we want to talk about. We have ISIS, would suggest the obligation to um, talk about things that uh, are, you know, Matter does individual freedom and in and liberty, and uh, when we, most of the time, when we talk about stuff, we're talking about our Second Amendment. So that's what this show's about: is uh, getting the conversation going and helping others to keep that conversation going. And hopefully, I've talked enough now to let people know that the show's starting. They like links. We got links over on the Gun Channel side. I see Ghost just jumped over to the Gun Channel side. I'll throw him out a link there. And then uh, we got Dano joining us from. Uh, from oh, no.
0: the frozen north.
2: So, uh, thanks for jumping in. I thought I was going to be doing the show by myself there for a bit. Yeah. Um,
0: no, not, not at all. I do have to let uh, the audience know that uh, I did not pick out that opening song, and it does make me feel a little bit uncomfortable, but I think I'll get over it. Especially with that. If you, did you see the beginning of the show, the picture on the show? I didn't see the picture.
2: I love the picture on the show, Dana. So let me see if I can even find it because it doesn't like to go to it once it's uh what do you call it once the show's going.
0: It's it's not that weird looking baby, is it?
2: Oh no, it's even better. It's this giant wide tie. I don't know if it's showing up on my thing. Oh, this guy's giant wide tie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but that, that's that's not even 1970s. That's 1960s tie. Yeah, <laughs> and then. <laughs> and you to ask to... me how I know? I was there. Oh yeah,
2: I never owned. Well, a I was
0: little. <laughs> so I remember.
2: I never owned a pair of pants, but I, my grandparents and my parents, my dad, I guess, my grandpas definitely had pants like this.
0: So you were more of a dress guy? <laughs> no, but I well, out You them. said you never owned a pair of pants.
2: No, I meant like these polyester, these are them stretchy yeah. polyester pants. I never had to own one of them. I,
0: I had, I was like in seventh grade and my mother insisted on buying me something nice for the school dance. And I had a pair of brown polyester pants and some sort of ungodly leopard plaited (laughs) shirt, open collar. I'd like to
4: see you you in a leisure suit, man. I'd really love to see the picture of that.
0: And and yes, I had the dark brown uh, jacket to go with it, so I officially had a leisure suit.
2: Nice. I don't know. I was just digging through my weird pictures and found that one. So, uh, yeah. So that's, I think, an appropriate intro music. And when I start the show out, so, um, anyhow, uh, this is episode number 741. Oh, look, there's a Z out there, uh, another host of the show. Uh, and then we got a ghost just jumped in from Arkansas. Thanks for jumping in.
4: Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
2: Sounds like your, at least you didn't post anything. Your trip home from the show, big chat show went uneventfully.
4: Uh, going home was just fine, yes. It was, it was very uneventful. Good.
2: So, um no. I'm gonna leave it up to you. Do we talk about Chacho? Are you sick of hearing about that, or do you want to talk about that stuff?
0: Well, you guys can if you want to. I'll just uh, watch from the outside because I got nothing to add. <laughs> I mean, no, that's uh, fine with me if you guys want to talk about that.
2: I got no interest in one way or the other, really, because we got it as memories now. I mean, obviously, when we're there, there's reason to chat about it, since you know we've got the ability to go back and address something or whatever. But uh, now that it's over. Uh, we can talk about it all you want, or if people are sick of it, we can move on. Uh, normally on Mondays, we talk about behind the scenes and how you do stuff like this. Um, so maybe there's something we can hit there. And uh, again, this is supposed to be an effort and inner communication or inner activity. So uh, if you're out there and you're watching the show, then be part of the show. Um, what do you think, Ghost? Which way do you want to go with it? you sick of talking about chat or you got stuff to talk about?
4: I mean, I know, I'm not sick of talking about shot. I mean, I, I'm still kind of on a high from last week. It was a really good show, but, um, I mean, yeah, it's your show. We can talk about whatever. So I could take it or leave it, honestly.
2: All right, well, so then you got a bunch of people that are well into or not. Again, we've been living it for a week, so might be a break to get away from it. On the other hand, we're just out of it, so it's all fresh in our minds, so. Again, we'll leave it up to the audience. I see Z's out there. He said, Dana, what's the plan for the new shitty Illinois laws?
1: Oh.
0: I, I still haven't recovered from the car wreck of just reading about it, let alone plan it out.
2: So this happened
0: last week, right? Yes. Uh, they. I w- It was like Thursday evening uh, that they uh, filed uh, at, at least two uh, that, that I know of laws. One would require that uh, every firearm owner, let alone somebody who carries, which is a whole other thing, um, submit all your social media accounts to the state and, and based on that, and by the way, that's to the state police. And then after review of your social media, they would then decide whether you were um, considered trustworthy or not.
2: Yeah, well, that makes sense because here's the thing. A lot of times when you're crazy, you've planned it out and you made a lot of uh, indications by putting it on social media. Everybody knows that. So, uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that we're going to have the state police who go to school for a while and then you not have to be uh, trained and paid to uh, sit around looking at our social media accounts endlessly because uh, I would imagine the amount of gun owners to police is probably,
4: I don't know,
0: 100 to 1? Can you imagine being the guy assigned to, like, review all the Google Hangouts?
4: But see, That's here's my thing, high though, is I think they're looking at That's social media anyway, so now they're just having a legitimate reason to look at social media.
2: No, this is a weird... I, I don't agree. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, not even Counting Me or Ghost, right? Or Dano. Dano's not even... It's not your livelihood. It's not your, like, number one passion. You don't devote most of your resources to being online you're online probably 90% more than most people right? right so just going through your stuff try good luck they would take a department of government to go through how much stuff I put online and about the stuff I'm about to put online or have stage to go online <laughs> it's just yeah. not possible to keep I can't keep track of all the stuff I put online and I put it online so I guess uh, if it, it, that's some kind of cool like theory I guess like it's like saying oh, we're just gonna go through his books yeah, right you can have one person pour through some numbers and pieces of paper that doesn't mean they're going to understand everything that's going on so I don't know what they're thinking like yeah like uh, somehow there's going to be some indication online of all the weird stuff people say online with the anon- anonymity or whatever, anonymity. Anonymity.
0: whatever. and an enemy and also what's not clear and of course it's never clearly defined is and where does as an example business communications come into play because they are social they involve other people and there is personal information because it's very common you know when you're talking to people whether it's just at the water cooler or just through electronic messages from office a to office b with somebody that you know just to have casual conversations that you know via a business tool to uh talk about things you may possibly have in common so it's like well where is the line and it's not clear at all where it is you know to, to include email uh, that's another social tool. Oh, so come on, with all my hundreds of thousands of spams. Yeah, yeah. and then let's not talk about coded or
2: whatever, like little things that you could do to an email to make it non-obvious. What you're talking about? Yeah. The you know, wink know, and the, nod, the, the wink, wink package. And, you know, come on. So yeah. uh, this is a ridiculous fantasy. Whoever brought it up, they should be laughed out of office. I mean, the the gun isn't anywhere near the most dangerous thing we do. Let's say you go down the rat poison aisle in the store. Why shouldn't your social media accounts be checked? What what reason do you even have to be going down that aisle if you don't have vermin or pets that you're trying to control? You're going near poison that could be put into a water source and take out an entire elementary school. Like that could take out a whole church. You could take out a whole community organization meeting with a box of rat poison and, and a box of donuts or something. So it's ridiculous to think that we are somehow safe and then guns are somehow this dangerous thing and that we can save society by putting a line between those that are crazy and guns. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm...
4: Uh, well, the sad thing is, is I'm people. sure there's other sponsors of this bill too. So it wasn't just one person that thought this was a good idea. This is multiple people who thought this was a good idea. Or
2: they don't see the danger. They think, that oh, this is no big deal. Just government's going to check what you're... Mental state through your posts on public things. That's like suggesting that uh, if we had the resources to send a police, af- a police officer after everyone who I don't know does something weird, eats ketchup on a hot dog or something, you know, like oh, we'll just send a police after them and follow everything they do for a while. There's That's no difference. That cop's going to spend eight hours a day following you around in a car. He's going to spend eight hours a day trying to read everything you do online you're still tying up a police officer for every suspect? Ridiculous. Nothing is done that way. It's not of impossible.
0: Part of the reason this is done, and of course they they always propose things at the beginning of every year because part of it is getting reelected, so they want to put those things out there to their constituents to say that, see, I'm pushing the good fight here. I I proposed this new law, even though it never passed. But what makes this different, is our entire state has changed, is uh, the, House, the state House of Representatives has for many, many years been uh, uh, led, but the majority has been the Democrats. And our House Senate has been Republicans. And the governorship has gone back and forth between the two parties. Um, is this year, it changed from, uh, uh, from that structure to where now both the House and the Senate are majority run, and we have a brand-new Democratic governor that says he'll be happy to sign any gun control bill that comes to his desk before he ever took office. That's what's put uh, the fuel into the fire, so to speak, for especially whether they're senior or junior congressmen, or not congressmen, but state senators or state House representatives, people uh, to create these bills and actually possibly very well get it passed.
4: You know, the sad thing uh, is if it is passed, there's going to have to be some resources that are going to be used to get through through the court system. So we're going to have to waste valuable resources and time to challenge this in the court system because that's that's just stupidity.
0: Right. Uh Well, um, it it, it, it is,
4: but that doesn't
0: stop anything because, you know, As an example, like like New York State and and how people live in the city, there's there the how they're trying to take that law to the Supreme Court, or they are taking that law to the Supreme Court. Is we have to fight everything, regardless of where it is. Otherwise, it it may visit a state near you, including the one you live in.
2: So it's like Um, tennis or something, I guess. I don't know how to play tennis, but I'm guessing you knock the ball around the different the court and you figure out where the other player like is not good at getting to or something, and then once you figure out a sore spot or a part where they can't do a backhand, I don't know, whatever tennis words are, and then you start wailing on that point, right, so that that way you figure out, you know, the least percentage chance that guy's got to to be able to return the ball or whatever. So if they're throwing stuff out there randomly, that's what it seems like. It can't be a. Hey, we figured out the perfect end-all thing. They're just, like you said, the, the, the one guy said, we're going to sign anything, throw it at us, and we'll sign it. You know, yep. Find me. So they're throwing stuff at
0: them. Can I finish? Can oh, I'm sorry. So, sure.
2: I, I I what, I'm at, what I'm getting at is that we don't get to say, like, oh, this is valid, so let's defend against it. This is ridiculous. Let's not bother to defend against it, which I think is what you're saying. But, um, yeah, it's frustrating that you have to uh, – go through something that's so silly but i think that again the way you stop it from happening like them just probing like that is to bring ultimate consequence down like just make them the laughing stock so that uh you know you buffoon them right like it's just such a ridiculous suggestion to go through everyone's social media even if it wasn't guns even if it was like for drunk driving like come on seriously who the hell has nobody could go through you can't go through your own kids social media how you expect to go through a Individuals, when you don't even know what the extent of it could possibly be, go through the, all of their social media. It's just a ridiculous concept, and whoever—it's like saying something about Santa Claus—they should be laughed out of office.
4: I know it's easy to say, but that's my my. I would, I say would love to hear the reaction of the state police when they heard about this. They're like, you're going to make us do what? You know, it's a whole department. What are you going to spend You're going to hire kids or something?
2: Like, who's going to even? how do you know when someone's on social media now you can steal everybody's computer and go up that way it's really the only way to do it practically would be to start at their computer and look at what they've looked at and then how would you know you have all their what if they got a phone for fifty dollars at the store to keep that in a drawer in the garage and that's where they do all their weird stuff online their violent stuff
0: online oh, is that can I go ahead all right uh, <laughs> The, uh, what I was going to say is what they're what's titled the assault weapons ban is actually a semi-auto ban. And if you look at the details, and I've and I have looked at the Senate bill uh, in its full text, uh, is it's uh, it's not. Although they, they go through, they talk about the typical black gun features and stuff like that, and then they n- name a whole bunch. But they talk about features which would also include uh, semiotic pistols with uh, capability of having magazine with 15 or more rounds in it capable of having meaning even if you download it or use a 10-round magazine that would not be good enough the fact that it's capable of holding 15 rounds or more makes it an assault weapon even though it's a pistol so this is far more than just an assault weapon black gun ban this is a semi auto ban for all practical purposes with anything of you know 15 rounds or more capable
2: done. So uh, maybe it's time to just let that happen in Illinois so that we can all use it as an example. Hey, don't let this happen to your state. You okay with that, Daniel They can take them on for the team.
0: Uh, well, you know, and what I'm concerned about is because of the the the, the, the change in the last year politically of, uh, of the state is, is they've created the, the perfect storm between they finally got full control and now with the political winds just nationally up, you know, against us, they, they've that they've combined those two things. You know, in, I guess it's not a trifecta, it's a bifecta, I guess, uh, but into the perfect storm, uh, to do to do what they want to us.
4: Mr. Chairman, I, I request an answer from the gentleman from Illinois. He did not answer your question. Is he willing to take one for the team? No. <laughs>
1: Is no, there any rallies happen. happening?
2: You got eye gold coming up for too long, or will these things happen before then? Could you say that again? You got the uh, Illinois Gun Owners Day or something where you guys get to talk to your representatives about specifically gun related issues, like they take time off and listen to you or something, right?
0: Yes, that's uh, it's either the, the end of March, March or the beginning of um, April. Uh, it's Illinois Gun Owners Day by Illinois State Rifle Association. March 27, according
2: to our calendar. Yes. So uh, are these laws happening before then?
0: Uh, well, it, since it was introduced just last you know, Thursday at the end of the session, we don't know. Because it has to go to committee first, or it has to be assigned to go to the committee. So... Uh, We have to wait for a little time to go by to in order to address it.
4: But if it's all Democrats, are they going to push this through pretty quickly, you think?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, that potential exists. You know, for all of a sudden a Friday night, you know, just before everybody goes home. Oh, there's one more thing. And all of a sudden, you know, the House brings up for a vote. And 10 minutes later, it's over in the Senate for a vote. And Monday morning, it's sitting on the desk for the governor. I mean, that possibility exists. Because when one party controls it all, truly controls it all, and I'm not trying to get political here on the other side, but not like the Republicans had control for the last two years in Washington and did very little, uh, I'm actually using the power that they have, they have that potential.
2: Sorry, I've been reading the chat over there. So, you're the one that brought up the topic, right? What do we? What can you do about it? Do you think there's uh, going to be like a bunch of attention given to re- re- repelling these, or do you think they're just ridiculous and they're going to? Well, the one is ridiculous. i just going to.
0: Well, you know, I, I certainly hope that we can regain uh, the the wave of support that we had back in. Um, I forget if it was 2013 or 2014, uh, where we actually had on the Id gold day, we had uh, well over 5,000, uh, people join us down in Springfield, you know, for, to go see our legislators, both representatives and senators. Uh, imagine 5,000 people, not just, uh, marching, but then coming into your building to see you. That's what we as gun owners do once a year. And uh, we, what we have to depend on is a motivated, interested uh, citizenry. And and if we do, I, I think we have the potential of, 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 of putting this back. Um, if we don't, then it's gonna be lost. I know-, this is you
2: know time Something this crazy has come up lately? Or is this, in other words, this part of a whole bunch of stuff that's happened or a couple of things that have happened or is this out of nowhere?
0: Well, well, well again, the control of our state system by only one party that's brand new to be complete to have all houses and the governor completely aligned in one party and unified in an anti-gun position they're not just democrats they're all saying we hate guns the majority in the senate the majority in the house and the governor
2: well that brought the room down so uh angelina oh. jumped in from california thanks for joining
1: hello from california
2: i don't know daniel so do you got anything else to talk about helen i don't know well, what do well do I know?
1: One, one,
0: one little side note is uh that for for those that currently own they're they're saying that you know with a per year fee it will allow you to register your firearms. But if you don't currently own it, you'll never own one. So, so they're trying to use that as the lubrication to make it happen. That will say, well, it's only 30 bucks for whatever it actually ends up being. Uh, you, you know, per firearm, if I register, uh, I can just write a check. And and, and and as long as I got what I got, I don't need to worry about anybody else. Maybe they're dependent on people like that. I don't. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them.
2: I don't suspect that uh, when they write laws on the uh, anti-freedom side that they expect them to fit together like Legos and some big mosaic. I think they just throw stuff out there, and they know that anything they do is going to break glass, and that's all they care about.
4: Mm-hmm daniel it might be too soon to ask this but with all the backlash that's happened in the last couple years of springfield and and rock river have there been any kind of uh, press releases from springfield armory or rock river
0: well it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because on the on it was the first week that our new governor uh actually had was sworn in the office he signed the bill that rock river was in support of which was licensing illinois gun stores So thanks to Rock River, that actually has passed. And now with the Democratic governor is now officially law.
2: Thanks, Rock River. Yeah, that's going to have massive implications, right, for small gun shops.
0: Yeah.
2: So you'll be one of those states without a lot of gun shops, I guess.
0: Yeah, I I mean, that potential exists. I mean, it's going to be hard to say. Some will make it, some won't. But there will definitely be less. And things will cost more as a result of it, because there's all sorts of, in addition to buying things and doing things that the gun stores have to do, like uh, have ed- continuing education for their employees and their managers, uh, physical secu- additional security that's required, uh, the ability of the state police to come in at any time during the year and demand an automatic inspection of all your records. Well, you can't do business while they're in there doing that. That means you're done for the day
4: probably a couple days
0: yeah so uh you know they then not only had the federal regulations which have always existed they now have these duplicate um regulations and the registration that goes with it so thanks again springfield
2: yeah so i'm gonna change direction because that's super downer, and it's monday so since it's uh behind the scenes or how we do stuff day. Let's talk about how our equipment worked up there. So did your equipment work the way you planned?
4: Yeah, I was very uh, pleased with my equipment. So yeah, it was um, yeah, I utilized phones and then I had a DSLR that I utilized as well. And yeah, I, I couldn't have been happier.
0: I was watching the, the video you made with uh, Moss from Black, uh, Black Guns Matter. And yep. I saw
2: that little rig that you were holding. Hold on, hold on. Racist. Masada Yub is Masada Yub. Maj,
0: M-A-J. Maj. Okay, my enunciation may not be quite right, but I don't give a fuck. The <laughs> guy you were fucking interviewing, you had a rig. Uh, what mm-hmm. was all in that rig and how did that work? I just that saw like rig, yeah,
4: that rig had um, my DSLR and a light and an audio recorder. And so one of Maja's buddies um, was actually walking in front of us and he was videoing with his camera. So I just used my audio recorder to record the audio. So it would be closer. And then we used his video so I wouldn't have to be looking through it, you know, selfieing up a camera. I just held the rig that had the audio recorder on there. He filmed it, and then he sent me the footage, and I spliced the audio with it. So, uh, But, yeah, that that little thing had had a cage, had a DSLR, a light, and an audio recorder.
0: Now, I'm curious. Have you uh, tried or considered, and I have no idea what's involved, these gimbal devices?
4: Um, Yeah, Clover's got one. I mean, they're nice, but... um yeah, I, I, it's, it's not something for me. Yeah, well, you get a hundred get a fucking hundred bucks or so. But they just—it's not for me as of right now.
2: They create a steady cam basically, and the way that Ghost has that thing that acts as a steady cam also because the thing is so big, yeah, correct, jump all around, right?
4: Basically, yeah. We said those gimbals are—you know—they're. They keep that steady cam electronically and basically you're using the human element. But it's it's, it's the same principle, yes.
1: I was yeah. having uh, equipment difficulties at first until Marco taught me about the Wi-Fi and then everything was good.
0: I, I have to interrupt this message. He's risen from the dead.
1: Oh, shit, Bob. What up, fool?
4: He's pink
3: hey everybody hey Bob, hey, Bob. so uh what what did I miss it took me a while to, I had to switch <laughs> computers and stuff at uh,
2: Dana you I, start uh, over we quit talking You're about Ellen right. laws and we started talking about the
0: cameras and shot show how they work for everybody
3: oh okay yeah, yeah we
0: were talking about gun rights, but you know that's not really important yeah it's not an attention grabber unless they're they're they're
3: they're now set to take all our handguns away trudeau is proposing a law and putting it through government that's going to restrict all handguns and assault weapons in canada they're going to just take them away from us. no compensation no nothing they're illegal now give them to us
4: how are they going to enforce that bob
3: um well Unfortunately, handguns, handguns in Canada have been registered for years, and that's just something we've had to accept. They were registering long guns, but then that law got thrown out once we got, like, regular people in government again for a few years. Um, so I don't know how they're going to enforce the the assault rifles because the only ones that are actually registered are ARs. Uh, that always boggled my mind. I mean, they, they made the only... Rifle that was registered, uh, they they, they registered a gopher gun rather than like a real gun. You know, I I, anyway.
4: What do I mean? Like, will the Canadians, like, you know, voluntarily give up their guns because there's a new law, or are they going to fight that?
3: Um, Handguns, probably they will. Um, They're probably not going to get a whole lot of assault rifles turned in. People are gonna go, I don't know, I sold it years ago. Um, I don't see a whole lot of people turning in their assault guns, but you know, what are you gonna do? Like, I mean, like you guys are going through some kind of gun, gun confiscation in some of your states down there and it's like, what do you do, right? Like, you're not gonna fight it out with the SWAT team. So yeah, you hand your guns over, I guess. But I, 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 I—it boggles the mind. Like, how can they just take thousands and thousands of dollars worth of people's property? Like, I can't see it working. But on the other hand, it's like the government we have is crazy, right? They, they, they. they, uh, There was a shooting in downtown Toronto, Danforth Avenue, right? It's a kind of a upper middle class or upper, yeah, kind of middle class, you know, Greek community. Some guy just walked into a restaurant or walked up to the door of a restaurant and unloaded a pistol, which had more than the the legal 10 rounds, I might add. Um, And then it turns out his brother had... 46 pounds of fentanyl enough to basically like, it was enough that it was, it was considered the largest uh, chemical weapons bust like or, you know, weapon of mass destruction bust in North America ever. And yet, mm, it oh, wasn't I heard recorded. about this
1: thing where the guy, the, the brother was some kind of weird felon too. Right. And then the shooter was like, uh, radicalized or something, or the brother was yeah. radicalized, or yeah, the, the, yeah, and it took Canada like like eight months to put out any information about it, and then they're just like, well, whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, and then they just didn't do nothing, and this guy like, it's almost like he was like, why aren't they arresting me? I got to do something even worse, you know, and then like just walk up to a restaurant and open fire into a restaurant, like killed. Killed a young woman and a, and a 10 year old girl as well, yeah. you know.
1: And did you guys lose rights over that? Like, was that, oh, yeah,
3: yeah, well, that's why they want to outlaw handguns because it's all oh, that's the catalyst for
1: that now.
3: Well, it was that, and there was a bunch of gangbangers shooting up neighborhoods in Toronto, and none of those guns were legal,
4: right?
1: Like, none of them were the legal. Firearm owners are the ones that suffer for the illegal, yeah, criminals,
3: right? It's a, they have a trade like on, in Toronto and Ontario, the big cities, right? And drugs come from Canada because apparently they can sneak them in through Jamaica ports and stuff like that here easier. So drugs come in from Canada and guns come in from America, right? It's a trade, and then they, you get these guys, and you know they're they're inner city. Gangbanger types, and they're running around carrying nine millimeters and whatever they want to carry, and they don't have any magazine restrictions, and they don't carry about carry laws or anything like that. But so is
4: Trudeau is Trudeau going to try to build a wall to keep us to keep our guns out of Canada?
3: Oh no, because that would uh, restrict. Because we're getting forty year to fifty thousand uh, refugees coming from through America into Canada every year. like oh. Most of the hotels in Toronto are full of people who came across the borders from New York and said, we're refugees. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, shit. And oh, because, yeah. because of Trump?
3: Well, yeah, apparently, because they're scared of Trump.
1: Oh, and Trudeau, like, actually, they're able to stay because they're refugees?
3: Yeah. Well, Trudeau welcomed them. He sent out a tweet saying when Trump said... We're going to block refugees. T- Trudeau sent out a tweet saying, we welcome all- everybody here. So all these people started crossing into Canada.
0: And I want to thank you personally for that.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. I, I, and I'm just like, I'm there going, can't we at least put up a barbed wire fence? You know, just anything. And yeah, you keep- you know what the Canadian government did? There was a creek they had to cross. They built a bridge so the the Refugees wouldn't get their feet wet.
1: Oh, that's nice.
3: Yeah. It sounds nice. pretty polite
0: to me. I never yep. realized our welfare system sucked enough that people would leave the United
3: States to go to Canada. I'm not kidding you, man. It's like <laughs> 40,000 a year so far. And
4: they really and it's, want and It's like hundreds like, a day.
3: Yeah. Like, you know how you guys have that border and you got the fence up and there's all these Mexicans trying to cross the fence. We've got a bridge and RCMP officers that help them and take their luggage.
1: Oh, nice!
0: Yeah, so a video of what you're referring to, and it was it it blew my mind. I thought that can't be a, a border cop, can it? That can't be a, a policeman,
3: can it? And it is. He's oh, yeah. carrying their suitcase. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm trying to get back into Canada, coming from America, you know, back to Canada, my country. It takes me 45 minutes because i got to search my whole trailer.
0: (sighs) Well, do they carry Charlie across for you?
3: No. Although I did let him poop in their backyard. (laughs) He had to poop and I didn't have a bag with me. And, you know, they were searching my trailer and I wasn't allowed to be in there while they searched it.
4: I got a question for you, Bob. Mm. This is gonna be a funny question. It's not a serious question, but my favorite okay. TV show that I found is called Letterkenny.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's a hilarious show. Is that like a real town in Ontario?
3: <clears throat> it's an exaggeration of a real town in Ontario, but yeah, there's that. Like, I can watch that show and go, "I knew that guy. I knew that guy. Right. I knew that it's girl." A great
4: show, but I didn't know yeah, if there was a town called place. Letterkenny or not
3: it's kind of it's it's kind of like the trailer park boys or there was another one called uh there's another tv show i don't think you guys ever got it down there but it was about this gas station um in saskatchewan in this little town and it was absolutely hilarious it had brett butt i mean the guy's name was brett butt and he's a comedian and it was his show but anyway corner gas i think it was called but it was really funny too. And it was exactly the same. It's an exaggeration of small town life. But yeah, all those people are real.
0: And I'll be taking over as host temporarily while G Webbs gets his act together. <laughs> So, what's on anybody's agenda for the week, gun wise?
1: Nothing.
4: I'm just trying to uh, catch up on rest.
0: <laughs> i have assuming it's going to be a few days to a week or so until you actually get and dig it in there and actually putting stuff together.
4: I mean, I've already started putting some stuff together, mostly with like the interviews and stuff like that. But yeah, it's. Just... Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while. And um, yeah, I can't say that I'm the most motivated to get jumping into that right now.
0: I uh, heard something uh, earlier today on Hank Strange's show, and I, I'm not sure if it was just a spoof or whether it was a real deal uh, in regards to Kevin Dixie and and, and and having his gun. Is he having a gun made or something?
4: He's got two of them made. Yeah, he, he got um, basically they're both HKs. One was a VP9. And the other one, I can't remember what the other one was, but they're basically like VP9s, custom paint jobs, and enforced light on there. But that's, they're just normal guns, but the cases themselves are, uh, one of them is based Mm -hmm. around the Tulsa bombings from 1921. And the other one is about Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad. So the cases themselves are telling a story about uh, civil rights and stuff. So they're, they're pretty cool.
0: Oh, so he had these made for him. They did not make them for him.
4: Um, well, I mean, they were made. They were made for him. It's his "quote unquote" what he called his signature line. But I mean, they're just two guns that were made, and um, Enforce put a, a light on both of them, and so he he unveiled them at the Enforce booth. Um, but, I mean, they're they're pretty cool guns.
0: So is, is 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 when they when they say in his line, I'm just a little bit confused. Is he going to get an FFL, or is he not selling them through somebody else?
4: No, I don't. I don't think. Th- I don't think they're going to be a production line of guns. I think they were just a couple uh, custom, custom guns, guns that he had
0: made, made for him. From. Correct. That look really nice.
4: Yeah, they were really nice.
2: Well, they're not okay. made for him, but it's like in a design, and like goes to saying like the cases were. Uh, the foam is all laser etched, I guess you could say, like laser carved into um, kind of art, I guess you'd say, but like
1: meaningful yeah, uh, like,
2: quotes and and images and stuff. So the it can be reproduced. It's not like they just made one for Kevin and he's shown it to people. It's like you can buy that from, if it's an ancient gate gun, but then you buy it from whatever the shop is that uh, facilitates all the it's different...
0: customized it for him.
2: Yeah, exactly but then like done to that pattern or to that spec so that it can be you know bought by anybody who wants to buy one
0: so uh who do you get the customization through
4: i don't know i can't remember honestly
0: okay yeah i'm sure it, a lot of it's a blur
4: <laughs> uh, most of it was yeah <laughs> well i know it was hk is a vp9 and then the enforce put their light on Mm -hmm. and all that. I don't remember who did the actual work. I can find out for you, but I don't remember.
0: Okay. Yeah, because they just said it at the very end of the show, and they didn't put any meat on the bone, so it's like, well, what what are they talking about?
4: (laughs) Well, they're probably setting up. They'll probably have Katie on the show, and sometimes we have to talk about it. That's probably what they're trying to do is just set that show up.
0: They didn't say exactly when they said, oh, yeah, Kevin Dixie will be on the show in the upcoming future and we'll talk about his guns. And I'm like, what do you mean his guns? And they didn't say anything more as if we all knew what that meant.
4: Yeah, well, that uh, who was it. That who was it was it those words Now we're talking about it. So it got the word out about it. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was Wednesday, it was Wednesday at 1 o'clock is when he revealed it down there in the basement at the uh, Enforce booth. And, you know, there was a bunch of people there that took up that whole aisle. So I'm sure Enforce was very pleased at the turnout because they had everybody there at their booth taking pictures. So pretty good marketing point. Oh, well, that's who's describing it, right? Enforce, the light company. They, they
2: facilitated that thing.
0: Right, but, the, but yeah, they don't, I just do Yeah, I, I don't know treatment. who did the artwork. Uh, or anything like that, as far as that custom level of the work of the gun, like anodizing, other things. I'm sure you had done. Seven so is saying
2: had Domino's make a custom pizza for him. I think it's the same kind of thing, right? It's like having your own signature, like setup, like on pineapples and sausage or something.
0: Yeah, I, I I just was confused because it it, it sounded for a, a, a three seconds like there was a lot there was a line like for sale sort of a thing like oh I can get the the
4: the, well, the yeah, it, it's, it's not called, it's not called like the HK HK KD or anything like that no it's yeah, not yeah.
0: Like, that. like what's that uh, Glock uh, that that has a name to it
2: well it's not it's not like a tallow edition where there's one hundred I don't think is there it's like if you want this just order one and it'll always be i think
4: that i think so i think that was more of the gist is they they unveil it saying these are now available you can get them but it's not like they're mass producing them and saying they're for sale it's just you're gonna have to find them and call and say hey i want that you know almost like a commemorative thing like oh i want that
2: henry lever yeah. package, but i want it with this engraving package or this this design yeah
4: package. exactly
2: or like whatever that one wasn't there a truck that had like a harley davidson package on it where they put the Harley Davidson emblems on it and stuff. And don't get me a line. So uh, Juice is saying, the most interesting thing I witnessed from YouTuber Shot Show videos was a digital scope made in Israel for under $1,000. It looked very futuristic, really futuristic. I didn't see that.
0: I got a question for the three people here that have been to Shot Show. I tend to be overly practical to an extreme. Do you mean four, because Bob's been to shot show many times. Well, I mean th- this year. I mean he, he, if he hasn't oh, I guess ghost is not going to participate. <laughs> anyway, my, my question is, is for somebody that is extremely practical, did you see anything at shot show that an extremely practical person uh, would be possibly be interested in? Angela? go. Angelina. Oh yeah, Angelina.
1: Go. Um, okay. So I saw the... I'll start singing. And I heard that song today, by the way. Yeah. But anyway, um, I saw this thing from Zippo. It was a rechargeable hand warmer and I have a total boner over it, and I think it's the coolest thing ever. And yeah, I think it's practical if you like because I have one of the ones that are, you know Was it smaller? Um, kind of.
0: Those have been around for a while.
1: Yeah, but these ones where you light a fire in it and you put lighter fluid, that's, like, bad idea, dude. So that thing was, like, super cool because it was rechargeable. Oh, it's electric. Yeah, it's electric.
0: Oh, that's the big difference. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I thought, wow, that's really cool. Like, this is really uh, whatever century that we're in now. And I, I liked it. I mean, I don't know why I thought it was so awesome, but I really liked it.
0: What, uh, did you, did they have the MSRP out?
1: Um, they probably did, but I didn't look and I didn't ask. I kind of just like was on my way to meet up with somebody, and I was like, oh, what's this? And I handled it and adored it, and then I was on my way.
0: And you thought, wait, I don't live in the North. Why would I want this?
1: <laughs> I mean, it gets cold in Southern California.
0: Oh, come on. It does. Pishaw.
1: <laughs> Pishaw. No, it gets it gets cold in Southern California, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I just thought, you know, because everybody was asking me when I got back, like, oh, guns, 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 and I'm like, dude, there's so much more there than guns, which, you know, I mean, we all like guns, but still, and, yeah, that was just one of the things that I thought was freaking awesome.
4: Hell, it was okay. cold in Vegas all week.
1: Yeah, dude, it, one day it was, like, I was out at night, and it was probably, like, 30
4: you
0: what about you? Something practical that we've seen, or something that somebody who's practical would appreciate. I'm trying to think, it doesn't have to be that we've seen, I mean, something that, that you that went to the show saw this year that was not previously in existence or is now significantly better for a very practical gun guy. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um I'm not anti technology or anything like that. I just tend to be very practical.
2: Yeah, I think that ate that uh Caltech gun. I mean, I don't know if it's the best example of the show, but at least of the stuff I seen that would be the closest thing to some weird new platform that kind of looks like uh, PMR no wait, What was that thing called? The uh yeah, the PMR thirty. No. Is that what it was called? Anyway, that thirty round twenty two mag. One I sold to uh, Smeggy. know the gun I'm talking about I think it's a PMR
0: 30 oh um but that's been around I thought for a while
2: no I'm saying but imagine that gun they redesigned it in a way and I think it shoots just 22 long rifle now and it's got a quad stack mag so 30 or 50 round magazine that quad stack so it's about the same as a PMR 30 to hold it holds a lot more ammo and then uh Something about like the slide doesn't reciprocate so it's like one of them brownings maybe so you can mount optics and stuff on it and it's got like a charging handle more than a slide so you can mount optics and then it's got a a threaded barrel so you can suppress it right away so it's really just a little platform to deal with uh either shooting fast or shooting and you know you kind of modify it to how you want to shoot it but it's more of like a new platform and that might be practical because you're not buying a gun and modifying it is it is a platform that's already designed to be modular so that you've already got accessories and want to put on it it's ready it's not it doesn't need to become ready
0: did you have a chance to see the magazine because i'd be interested to see you know how they with that many rounds how they were to reduce the chance of getting uh, rim interference between the rounds
2: yeah, it's a clear magazine. You can see everything, but there's nothing like obvious. It was like, oh, here's a new. No, it just looked like a magazine. So I don't know how they did it. They did it, I guess. I'm assuming. I don't know if you could even shoot it. Did was Celtech out there to shoot at the media day? I don't remember seeing them. If they know, were, they, I didn't, they didn't see them. They, had I had think they were
1: because Sarge was going on about that new Keltecs, and he yeah. shot it, so they must have been
2: yeah exactly so i just don't know where they were but i don't know if they had that gun i just saw a video of it and i went by there to look at it and i'm like oh yeah it's kind of interesting like you know mm-hmm. the design following demand rather than nobody said hey let's build a gun that holds a lot of ammo and it has no reciprocating slide you know with a threaded barrel that was you know based on what people are doing with their guns so does that make it practical i don't know
0: it's it, it, the one you brought up, so that's good enough. Uh, Ghost, did you happen to hear the question?
4: Something that's practical? That, uh,
0: that's yeah, for it? somebody that's uh, very practical, but not afraid necessarily of technology, but uh, just it is an extreme prag, pragmatist. I can't say that word.
4: Um, yeah, there was a thing Wednesday uh, at the pop-up review on the fifth floor, and I think that, I, I want to say it's called Cheaters with a Z. Cheaters with a Z. And basically what it is, is they've designed, they patented a, um, I mean, it, it's a piece of plastic that's got rounds, um, ammunition loaded into them, but they're disposable. But it's there to help people load magazines that may not have the strength to do it themselves. And it's a little gizmo that you can, load your magazine with and it comes in a piece of plastic thing and you just throw it away and it costs like 17 bucks for 50 rounds already pre-loaded in these things but it just helps you load the magazines it's not like a speed loader It's, it's it's kind of a weird thing but it was pretty innovative because i just thought you know for people that might have you know weak hands or thumbs or whatever it's a way to load your magazines but you're basically buying 50 rounds with already loaded into these things so it was kind of cool I, I, I appreciate what they are trying to do
0: yeah the the the, the handy uh, handicap uh, market is definitely a niche market and definitely you know I think underserved um, but yeah it, I think it's great when companies come out with things that can help get more shooters out there in general let alone what I'll call one of the underserved groups and handicapped people are definitely one of those groups.
4: Well, yeah, if you, if you sit there and say that the only reason why I can't go, I don't I don't go to the range very much is it's hard for me to loan my magazines, and then there's a product that actually allows you to do that, that hopefully will entice you to get to the range more. So, I mean, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do for it, for sure.
2: Yeah. Okay. And just keep the old guy going to the range.
4: Exactly, uh, for sure, 100%. Exactly, yeah.
0: Or somebody who's got, you know, doesn't have all their digits, you know, or what, you know.
4: Well, but they were saying that they had a guy who had Parkinson's come by and demo it. And his he was shaking, but he could load his magazine with this gadget. So, I mean, there's all sorts of different things you could do with it, I guess.
2: You know, back in the days, they would bind the girls' feet so that their hands would come out all warped. I mean, their feet would come out all warped. In a way, people are doing that to themselves, shooting 9mm all the time. They're crippling themselves. And then when they get older, they'll need devices like that in order to just load their magazines.
4: You know, at least they were, they were at least fond and they were, you know, respectful and loyal to the master caliber.
2: So, uh, wrist binding. I don't know. (laughs) uh, Here's Kevin. Where did this conversation suddenly spin off to? Um, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Anyway. So here's Kevin's. One. He one, yeah. It's on Instagram. So you can see the paint job there. Can you see that the case, the foam in the case has been like carved with a laser or something so that it's got like uh, It's almost like a sculpture,
5: and I think it comes with that optic right away.
2: It looks like it's outside
1: yeah
4: it does yeah it sure does
2: so anyway that's the deal it's like a commemorative or like a special edition in the you know that you're not just buying a commodity hk with slide or something it's a bunch of effort and i think we got some pictures here as well
4: right
2: so there's the big model and little model and then they've done the foam like this so that I don't know his presentation was so that like to talk about the significance of each of the elements right like this is here when you pull this out, you, you know, this reiterates this or whatever and I didn't see the whole thing so. There
0: you go. Uh, does not an HK have? Is, is that the one that has the uh, in the trigger guard it has the pad I'm going to call them a, pad, a paddle uh, mag release. It's part of the trigger guard. Yes. Affirmative. Have you if you guys ever shot one of the H and Ks or anything else that has that type of mag release? And if yeah, so, I've shot
4: that actual VP nine before. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't like it. I'm not a big fan. I love the way the gun feels, but that particular element I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, holding it
2: and you jam your mag in there, it wiggles that thing. So if your hands naked you could pinch yourself and then it's just goofy to have to remember that your now your fingers need to come up and
0: do something. Well, it's definitely a, definitely a different manual of arms that you'd have to train around. I get that.
4: For me it's not very good because I have small hands, so I literally have to change the grip on the gun to do that. So it's okay, uh, I don't like sense. it. You know what I'm saying? I don't like having to change my grip,
0: you know? And that's a good example of why, you know, you know, let's say that we all love some gun or somebody else out there listening was listening to somebody else talk and they had a panel of 10 people and they all said, yeah, XYZ is the greatest gun. Why you need to go put your hands on it rather than just buy it off the Internet and then get it delivered and find out, gee, my hand's too big for it or it's too small for my hand or it's or vice versa.
4: Yeah, I definitely think that you know someone like G has got bigger hands. It'd be you know easier for him to manipulate than it would be for me. Like I said, any gun that I have to manipulate my grip to get the magazine out of, that bothers me. You know, that's oh, not even easier. This
2: is different. So, you know, having to reach back and fiddle with your fingers is just a weird thing that I don't want to have to deal with. Plus, a lot of times I train. Like real life, so if I'm putting a gun on somebody, striking them, I don't want it to disengage my magazine. We get, like, the trigger guard jammed up in their tooth or whatever.
4: What? Huh? <laughs> what the so hell true. are you talking about? <laughs> that? He's, saying, talk he's, saying, that saying, he's saying he's, he's in, in court's quarters. If somebody's tactics. face with your
2: polymer gun, then, yeah, I don't want their tooth jamming on my trigger guard and dislodging my mag.
4: That's right, yeah. He's he's going old school, going close quarter tactics where he's using his weapon as uh, as an actual like hammer.
0: Well, th- that's with a polymer gun. That's why you smack him with the top of the slide, not the bottom of the f-
2: plastic frame. You walk in with like one of them rubber dummy things to the gun shop, yeah. and you will on the crown, You're like, I see this gun, and then you start smashing the face of the rubber dummy with the gun. Like, okay, I guess this'll work for me. <laughs>
4: you hit <laughs> somebody you in the, that of the head with get?
0: With, with any polymer gun, that steel slide is going to put a wallop in it.
2: You know, Pants says it very good here on the uh, gun channel side, which is one of the better ways to watch the show, experience the show, full, full surround. says, our forefathers fought and died so that we would not have to deal with European mag releases.
4: Hashtag truth. Yep.
1: Yeah, that hit home, really.
2: pink is out there, throw him a
1: link. We have a gun shop of the day. But you got one? I don't got one. Do you got one?
4: Uh, hey, Angelina, let's do the one from Vegas that you went to.
1: Oh, yeah, we could do that one. What? Um, Go ahead. What? It's uh, Ventura Munitions. And uh, I went to that one on my way out of town to check it out. And, uh, dude, so an out of state gun shop is always practically a religious experience for me because it's so crazy how many nice things are in there. Like, Like the ammo, there's so much of it and so many varieties. It's like, holy shit, dude. And then the guns, like. They're not neutered. (laughs) <laughs> they're not yeah they're not neutered in any way but all the like pistols that aren't on roster i could actually see them in front of me because you can sell them in that state so um yeah i really like that and then like you know i got to see like the magpul drums and like those korean um glock drums and stuff like that and you know we don't have those here and yeah it was a. Uh, probably spent like an hour in the shop just like browsing and looking at everything and then um yeah, I really enjoyed it and they have uh, an Instagram and I think they have a website. And where is it at? It's in Las Vegas. Like where in Las Vegas do you mean? Yeah. Um let me see kind of on the way out, like, towards the Vegas sign and pull it up on a map. So
4: That's are fine. you telling me that you visited a Vegas gun shop that G has yet to visit? I haven't been to all of them.
1: Oh, There's I a found a one then. <clears throat>
4: There's a lot of
2: them there. Plus, I don't go to any ones that are bad.
1: Let me do a screen share. And I think they do their own ammo, so, yeah, this is them, Ventura Munitions. I
2: don't why they called it the Editions.
1: I mean, I wonder why they called it Ventura, because, like, I live in Ventura County.
4: it has got to be a name or some last name, maybe? Yeah, maybe. H. Like, just
1: Ventura? <laughs> Oh yeah. Center. So this is where they're located here, Valley View Boulevard.
0: Do they have an about page? Might clear it up.
1: Um oh, yeah, actually right here, Dan. I'm oh, good. Found Founded in 2010. It doesn't really say why they are been but I mean, whatever, we like them. I would definitely suggest going there if you're in the uh, Las Vegas area. It was recommended to me by a friend who lives in Las Vegas. Um, His name is 323shooter on the Instagrams, but yeah, I like it. Would go again, 10 out of 10.
2: Alright, so I looked it up on a map, and yeah, it's really close to the Strip, it's just on the other side of the highway going west, but, uh, really close to the downtown area of it. Well, let's see, so, that was our shop of the day, but, the outfitter, Cisco asked me if, I've been the Accuracy Gun Shop, I'm looking, and Lockwood Gun Store, I'm also looking. Uh, let's see. So, if I've been through locked and load, uh, uh, no. Oh, wait, no, wait, maybe I have. No, nope, no, no, I haven't. And then accuracy, no, but I should have because that one looks like it's right near uh, the Arizona side of town. So, we can get over to that one. But no, thanks for the heads up on those. I'm assuming they're good ones if you're asking about them. But uh, plenty of shots to check out in Vegas, and look uh, forward to coming back again to this. All right. Well, so Pink's in here. Thanks for joining. Yep. You were uh, saying something out there about something, and that's when I see you
5: out there. What we talking about? Uh, Oh
0: I said (laughs) Yok. I can see you're far from home.
5: Oh yeah, he said yo. Yo. Um
2: Are you driving back still from the airport?
5: I'm driving back from the airport
2: right now, yeah. Oh snap. So Pink is definitely the last one to still be traveling,
5: it seems
4: like. Oh, did Mark did Mark make it home?
5: And uh, I boarded a flight for uh, Miami. <laughs> oh snap! When was that? Uh, when I was uh, probably about five minutes ago. He texted me. Oh, oh. he's still traveling then.
0: Yeah, isn't yeah. he supposed to catch his flight to DC like in the morning, like six in the morning? Uh, he was supposed. To-
5: uh, Sunday yeah, airport Sunday and uh, I had, I was you know, going around visiting a couple more pla- uh, places I wanted to stop at in Vegas before I flew home and uh, got a call from him said he got bumped again and, uh, to the airport to pick him up his uh, bags have been in D.C. Uh, since Sunday probably Well, so you
2: broke up a little bit there, but you were saying some places you wanted to see in Vegas Were those gun things or
5: something else? No, it was something else. And then, uh, it was probably about two hours after I dropped him off. He, uh, called me and said that, uh, he got bumped off his flight and I had to go back to the airport and pick him up.
0: There's any planes, standby? <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Well, like standby to standby. Like the actual people who bought tickets are standby. And then yep. if there's room after that, then there's like Marco.
0: Right. But he's not, he he's he's not right. didn't get bumped off a flight he paid for. Correct.
2: But that's yep. the way to fly, right?
0: Right. Yep. As long as you don't have to be there at a certain time, yes.
5: Yeah. he... he he was supposed to fly O'Hara, but uh, you guys are getting hit by a snowstorm again, right? Oh
3: yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, yeah, he uh, decided to fly south and then try to go north. All
2: right. So we got a question on the uh, YouTube side to so change course a little bit, direction. Um. Uh, guy is saying, if patriots come to fight confiscation, is it really fair other states have to bail out other Americans? was that? That was a question. If patriots come to fight confiscation, is it really fair other states have
5: to bail out other Americans? I don't know. He's probably asking if it's fair that uh, free states have to go and bail out communist states. That's, that's what we should be doing. We should be helping the uh, states that are getting infringed on. It,
0: I, would say, I would say it depends on what philosophy you think the antis are using. Are they using a the divide and conquer philosophy? If that is the case, then yes, you should. Well,
5: if the antis get a hold in one state, it won't be long until they start jumping to the uh, neighboring right. states. So if you don't want them coming to come into your state. Start jumping to the uh, your neighboring states and helping them out.
0: Yeah, it used to just be California, and then now you got Oregon and Washington, and then it used to just be New York, but now you got a whole bunch of other Northeast states, you know, Massachusetts, etc that that are all anti-gun. So I think I, th- I think their philosophy has always been divide and conquer, and death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I not only fight for my own state, I also fight for other states.
2: I don't know. Is it fair to assume that the world is perfect and anything that bothers it is unfair? Like, we live in a pretty good time.
0: Um, The world is not a fair place. I mean, I don't know what he means by fair.
2: That's what I guess I'm getting at, yeah, and Panth kind of made a joke about it before, but it's true that our forefathers fought died so that we have what we have today. We live in a pretty good place, and these are fairly insignificant trifles, you know, in the overall scheme of things. It's not fascism, it's not communists slaughtering millions, right? We're talking about no, a But it is borderline socialism. Yeah, Pointed that way, but it's nowhere near like aggressive at this point. And we live in, and I think I was that we're in a system that isn't violent. We have the ability to overthrow a regime with ballots. So overall, it might not be fair, but I think it's certainly the best uh, way to deal with, you know, whatever, uh, different points of view on stuff politically. And I don't know if it's even correct to think that we have no uh, fight or no, I mean, where we would suggest, Where where is it written that we get, that we shouldn't have uh, people, what much I to say, that we shouldn't have uh, challenges to our positions? Where is it in the Constitution that says, whoever's right shouldn't be challenged? And that's sort of how you know you're right is when you can take challenges on and you know have a a valid position that that stands against challenges so i think portion of that means that there's going to be challenge and in a system that has 50 individual states doing their things then i don't think it's the correct position to take that if i stand over here i don't have to worry about 49 other positions you're supposed to stand there and be aware of the 49 of the positions to some extent, you have a right, and maybe even an obligation or a responsibility to be involved in some of those. I mean, at least your border state—you should be, you should have some say in. If your border state's about to go crazy, don't you have some state in it or some say in it? So, what would it matter, yeah. border or two states over? All right now, shut up. But uh, so, I guess I'm challenged in the whole fair concept. I mean, where, did, where does the country? they like supposed to be fair and if it isn't their fault
5: I just feel that if we don't help our brothers and other states for that are getting pounded on then why should you expect them to help us out when we need their help good point too
0: and 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 we all have the same motivation on the federal level because that's what binds us and uh you know we, we can't live with the reality that we don't have we have to live with the reality that we do have this is not 1776 anymore and there's nothing i can do about the failure of previous generations that put us in this situation but it's up to us to either make it better or improve it or to let it slide continue into uh potentially uh, a more socialist state.
2: Then he said, "We well, we did bail out the UK in World War II and South Korea. I guess we care about liberty too much. Uh,
5: I don't think we bailed em, uh bailed out the UK. We, you know, we were." Um, it was out, a. You know, we weren't war. even in the. Yeah, we weren't even in the fight until we got attacked ourselves.
0: And, and we actually were in the fight because we were losing cargo ships with U.S. citizens on it regularly off the East Coast.
2: We're talking about World War II, I guess. Yes. And at some point, your foot might have the cancer, but the rest of your body
0: cares. I mean, y'all just yeah. Sacrifice. So we were already bleeding. All right.
2: I well, probably go cool see any drop out. So uh I guess we've been going for a while. Just kinda suck it all around tonight and not really talking about guys too much. We talked about it a little bit, I guess, with cameras and things. We talked about a gun shop, that's why we do the show on a daily basis so we can keep for a gun shop every day. always take advantage of our email address dailygunshow at gmail.com and suggest gun shops for uh uh, let's say looking at each day and uh basically the people who joined in the conversation out there on the gun channel side and over on the youtube side and uh i guess we'll wrap it up at some point here anything coming up with anybody wants to chat about anything or mention anything before we leave
5: I will have more uh, pictures and everything posted here in the near future. I just didn't want to overload the feed and everything.
2: Right on. Well, thanks again for 10 in shot. Basically almost exclusively to take pictures for people on gun channels who request them. Done that out yeah. for was your third year? Yeah, third year. So uh, that's pretty cool. And you- Kind of way to make shot show more interactive and uh hopefully seem like you still had fun enjoyed yourself there and looks like oh, you yeah. got home pretty safely that's good and uh, yeah, Angelina, i'm trying actually went to the show and uh sounds like you had a good show
1: um yeah it went really good um it's totally paid off so far and yeah i can't wait to do it again next year <clears throat>
2: Well, you fired from this show, so I guess what? We'll to figure out other arrangements, but uh, that's something we should probably talk about privately. Uh, Dano, also fired from this show. Thanks for joining us.
0: You're welcome. I'm Glad to be here. Glad I could make it and piss everybody off. That's my goal for 2019.
2: No, but thanks for jumping in because otherwise it was going to be about a five minute show. I don't like doing the show myself. And Dano jumped in right before we went live to. Uh, make the show exist. So thanks for that. And thanks for being a host. It, uh, it was just the two of us. Yep. We can okay. make it if we try. You can decide which one of us was which uh, on the intro picture there. And then Bob jumped in and uh, chatted for a bit. It's cool to see Bob again. See He's still kicking. And uh, I guess we'll be back tomorrow with a similar time at a similar format, where we talk about guns for about an hour, and we uh, feature gun shops and other cool ventures out there. Um, Yeah, see, Ashley is out there, so I'm going to narrow the cast to Ashley and the gun streamer people I sent out with the project I'm working on. Um, We would feedback on that sooner than later, because I'm going to try to go forward with that and uh, try something new. Like, try and do things and uh, uh, try to get a little participation going with the uh, audiences out there again. So, uh, with that, I guess we will see everybody tomorrow. Yeah.